Today on the Profitable Trady Podcast, it was really, really stressful. So I started applying for jobs, which was tricky because I'm largely unemployable. You were right where you needed to be and life was actually working for you. Hey, there's no good tradespeople, or the market's really quiet, or you know the competitors are lowballing, so it's hard to get our bids and our quotes accepted, or my team is lazy and stupid, or insert, you know, excuse or blame. <laughs> insert whinge here. Here's the thing: what felt like an absolute failure, absolute disaster at the time, was the best thing that ever happened to me. It's easy to get discouraged, frustrated, overwhelmed, or even angry when things don't work the way you want and the way you think they should in your business. Tune into this week's podcast where we discuss how changing the way you respond to the tough times has a massive effect on the long-term success of your business and the quality of your life. You're listening to the Profitable Trady Podcast, where we'll help you turn your business into a money-making machine. We know you're busy, so we'll make it worth your time. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, time is money, and we're here to help you make more of both. So hit the follow button, and let's get started. To the podcast. Well, howdy there, Tony Fraser-Jones, the host of the Profitable Trading Podcast, tuning in here with uh, Philip Smith. How are you today, Philip? Always good. I love the little howdy as well, you know, sometimes it's a good day, someday it's a howdy. Today's a howdy kind of day, isn't it? It is a howdy kind of day, partner. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do Um, it. What are we we getting into today? Mate, the topic for today, uh, problems and challenges, uh, you know, obviously a fact of business and life. Uh, and I think problems and setbacks are definitely frustrating. Uh, I think we've all been frustrated with that. And people deal with them really differently. And I think how you deal with the setbacks or the failure is key. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, nobody gets through life unscathed. And everyone has problems. And if you think in your business that you're going to get through and not face challenges, uh, that's just not the way it is. No. Uh, and the, I think the big mistake that most people make isn't the mistake they thought they made. So mm. it's not the, the mess that they've created. It's actually... It's not, you know, what they didn't do or did do wrong. It's actually how they view that situation. Yeah. So people tend to fall into blame and they make excuses and they say it's out outside my control. You know, hey, there's no good tradespeople or the market's really quiet or, you know, the competitors are lowballing so it's hard to get our bids and our quotes accepted or my team is lazy and stupid or insert, you know, excuse or <laughs> insert blame. Insert whinge here. Yeah, insert yeah. whinge here. And we yeah. all do this. And, of course. And this is... this it's is human nature. It is human nature. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily make it helpful. Uh, And so what most people don't realise when they're making excuses is they are making excuses, Uh, and sometimes that comes in the form of, you know, there wasn't much I could do or it didn't work out, Mm. actually down to actually blaming specific people. But the thing is, if you change the way you look at failure or mistakes or challenges, you can create a completely different long-term result. And that is what the winners do. They look at mistakes differently. Yeah, 100%. It's not just, you know, obviously the result you've had here, it's what led to that uh, and how you can change things afterwards and reflect back on it and make changes so that you don't make it again. The actual bad result in the first place uh, can really be a blessing in disguise depending how you use it moving forward, which That's is what exact, it's all about. Exactly the point. So uh, I'm sure you got a story. I do to, have a story. Uh, I'm actually going to get a bit uh, personal today. Oh, but, we love uh, a personal story. Deep and meaningful. Uh, it's a story from my own sort of business journey. Uh so back in uh, oh, about 2006, I had a restaurant that I, that I owned. I sold that. I made a decent profit out of it. And I got into property investing, buying and selling property, doing renovations, some small developments, uh, lease options, rent to owns, a whole bunch of stuff. We used to advertise uh, privately for houses, uh, you know, putting flyers around and, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and it went really well for a couple of years. Um, made a lot of money, bought a lot of houses. 
And then the GFC hit in 2008, was it? Yeah, 2008. Yeah, and, and into 2009 and stuff, and, and uh, it got really tough. So I couldn't sell houses because nobody would buy them. You couldn't get finance because the interest rates were high and the banks had all shut up shop. Typical, you know, when you need money, they don't give it to you. When you don't need it, they will. <laughs> Uh, we and digress it was, there. Yeah, we digress <laughs> into uh, some bank hating. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we've got some friends in the podcast on that. Uh, on that note. That yeah. note. But anyhow, uh, it was a really tough time. And uh, I had, had I was struggling to make ends meet. So I had massive interest bills that I didn't have enough income to pay. Uh, and it was tough. And it was tough financially. Now, luckily, through the grace of God and a little bit of help here and there, I got through that. Uh, we didn't end up defaulting on anything. Uh but one of the things I did during that time was uh, I, I couldn't make any money out of, you know, the the business. It just mm. wasn't viable uh, yeah. at that time. And so I needed to find a way to feed my family. We had two kids at that stage. Uh, and it was really, really stressful. So I started applying for jobs, which was tricky because I'm largely unemployable. Uh, that's why I work <laughs> for myself. Uh, and, that's for sure. Yeah, and I, I guess a lot of us listening are the same, you know, like we – we couldn't be employed by anyone else. We've got to do our own thing. But that's another whole story. So I applied for a bunch of jobs and couldn't get any. I remember one particular job uh, was a commercial manager for a, a large um, laboratory company. It was a reasonable job. I got through to the last two people. Mm. Uh, and um, I didn't get the job. Mm. I was gutted because I thought, man, that's going to keep us going. Absolutely gutted. Now, it, it was tough, real yeah. tough. And... Um, the thing is, within uh, three to four months, I'd actually started this coaching business. Uh, I got some sales training. I'd set that up, uh, and uh, you know, ten weeks after that, we had twelve clients, and this business kicked off. Yeah. And you know, now this is like years later, it's like thirteen or fourteen years later. Uh, we're sitting here doing this podcast. We've got a, a great team here. Uh, we're working with clients right around the globe. Uh, you know, we're working with I think four four hundred and fifty clients right now, yeah. and we've worked with thousands over the years, changing lives, doing what I'm absolutely passionate about, uh, with a great business that makes a huge impact on the world, provided for our family and provided employment for a bunch of people, and it's amazing. And I feel very grateful. Yeah. Here's the thing. What felt like an absolute failure, absolute disaster at the time, was the best thing that ever happened to me because if I had got that job. I don't think this would have happened. That's right. Imagine if you're still working at the laboratory. You probably would be, to be honest. Or, yeah. or a job somewhere. Something similar. Because yeah. I would have got into the situation where I had a regular income coming in, would have been too difficult to leave it. Yeah, and instead here we are sitting right here. Having uh, fun. Having fun, doing schmack. cool stuff, and, uh, and you know, obviously helping more people, so, you know, having more impact. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, you're, you were right where you needed to be, and life was actually working for you. And not against you. That's know, right. I think that's the that's the lesson here is that you know everybody listening is there's every chance it doesn't matter what's going on for you right now and how how hard it is and how tough it is and how down you might feel you know for some of you, um, good chance you're exactly where you need to be and you're learning exactly what you need to learn and um, developing you know the the mental toughness and and the thick skin that's going to actually get you to the the level you want to be at. You, that's right. You know, life is working for you. So that's the the story here, and I think uh, if we don't learn how to deal with our failures, we we run into some big problems. Yeah, well, it's your failures and the tough situations in your life and the mistakes you make. And the first thing, if you if you don't look at this the right way, you will make excuses and you'll blame other people for your situation. 
and it means you'll miss out on the learning opportunities that come from failure mm. and you'll get bitter and twisted because you feel like life is not fair. Yeah. Uh, and your business is actually doomed to repeat the cycle of mistakes that you're making and it won't grow because you won't take responsibility for them. It's someone else's problem or fault or... Bad luck. Bad luck. Yeah. Which uh, is not going to grow your business. No, it's not. And it's not going to help your life, moreover. It's, uh, it's the kind of kind of stinking thinking, uh, which really just gets, gets you down and doesn't well, help and this, anything. Well, this is the thing, and we'll get into it later, is this, we're talking about business today, but this same thought process applies to all of your life. Relationships, health, wealth, everything, kids, friends, everything. everything. Yeah. And on the other hand, if, if we do know how to deal with these failures uh, and you know use them to our advantage... Massive yeah, well, upside. Well, we stop making excuses and we take responsibility for where we're at ourselves. We actually open ourselves up to the opportunities to learn that come from tough situations. Yeah. You know, tough situations make tough people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and easy situations make weak people. That's right. Tough gets going, eh? That's right. And you're not going to worry about life being fair. You know, you will create your own economy mm. rather than living in the economy that everyone creates for you. And your business is, you're going to enjoy it because you'll grow in a way that you didn't actually believe was possible because you'll start learning and doing things that you wouldn't otherwise do. Yep, 100%. And really at that point, the sky's the limit. So yeah. let's get into the lessons. How do we actually uh, apply this? Yeah, well, the, I think you alluded to it. And I first heard this from Tony Robbins. If you haven't listened to anything from Tony Robbins, you should. He's an amazing uh, speaker, had an amazing impact on the world. Mm. Uh, and his comment is, what if life was working for you rather than against you? What if life, and in this case your business, was giving you exactly what you need right now? Mm. Which is, what lesson do you need to grow and learn? Yeah. You know, let's use an example. Like, if you've got cash flow challenges in your business, mm. your business is giving you feedback. The economy is giving you feedback. And it's telling you exactly what you need to work on. Yeah. Uh, and, for example, it's, it's telling you that you need to learn how to price better. Yeah, it's maybe telling you that you need to find markets and clients that are more profitable and less price focused. Mm. It's telling you that you need to get busy about collecting your debts. Yeah, it's telling you that you need to t start taking a deposit wherever you can. It's telling you that maybe if you don't have credit card facilities, you need to get them in place and take payments on completion. Yeah, it's telling you to watch your numbers. It's telling you to get better systems and processes in your business so your team doesn't waste time, materials, and labor. Yeah. That's the lesson. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, there'll be those of those of you listening which, uh, you know, <clears throat> you might you might uh, be a person of faith. You might, uh, you might you know, believe in things like, you know, um, you know divine providence and, um, you know, God's grace. But, uh, you know, if that's you, you might be thinking, well, this is a message from God. It's exactly what I need. On the other hand, there'll be those out, of, out there which are thinking, well, this is the universe. You know, the universe is telling me what I need. And there'll be those of you out there that are, you know, skeptical of things like that and it's not going to be in your repertoire. But, hey, look, even for, even for those of you that feel that way, um, look, it, there's no, there doesn't have to be anything mystical about this. There's something you didn't know how to do. And if you didn't know how to do it, you probably lead to the mistakes that come along with not knowing how to do it. And those mistakes point you to the fact that you didn't know how to do the thing, which tells you you need to learn the thing. It's actually uh, just cause and effect, really, as well. So it doesn't matter how you look at this. Um, you know, you could say it's a bit woo-woo, uh, maybe you like that, maybe you don't, but either way, it's still true. There's no getting around the fact that like you're going to make mistakes based on things you didn't know, and that's pointing you to things you need to learn, which are opportunities for you to do better, which is pretty awesome, really. Yeah, and 
Pain is a mechanism, it's a feedback mechanism that tells you when something is not right. So if you've got pain in your body, what do you do? Well, if you're a bloke like us, you ignore it for like three months. Yeah, that's right. And you and say it's fine, it'll go away. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> when it gets bad enough, you go and see a doctor and they help you figure out what's you know what's not right. Yeah, and they tell you, you know what, you should have come a year yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we could save you if you came a year ago. Yeah, that's now right, but late. now you're going to die. <laughs> uh, so it is a mechanism for, um, you know, for telling you what's wrong. That's right. Uh, and I like the woo-woo example. I'm reminded of a little story. Oh, a little yeah. segue here. A little story. Segway, mate. Segway. Well, uh, there was this guy, and uh, he was in this flood. The whole farm had flooded, uh, and, you know, he was on the roof of his house. Uh, you know, the water was up to the up to the top of the windows and was rising. Yeah. And uh, he was a very devout man, and he started praying to God, please save me. Yeah. Uh, and as he's praying, this helicopter flies over, mm. and the guy... You know, lowers a ladder and he like waves him away. No, no, God's going to save me. Yep. All right. The helicopter takes off and then uh, a guy in a boat, paddle boat, you know, like a rowboat comes along and he calls across, hey, jump in the boat. You know, the floods floods are rising. And he's like, ah, it's all good. God's going to save me. Yep. And then 20 minutes later, guy comes along in a jet ski, comes right up to the roof, says, jump on. You know, you're going to drown if you stay. And he's not, no, it's all good. God's going to save me. And uh, then he drowns. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And he gets mm. to heaven and he's like, God, like I prayed that you'd save me. And God was like, well, my man, <laughs> I sent you a helicopter and a rowboat and a jet ski. What else did you want? Yeah. Uh, and that is what it's like in yeah, life. It can definitely feel that way. <laughs> so, and the thing is, we'll get the same results if we haven't learned the lesson. And this is the, the thing. You'll find that you might ha continually have cash flow problems in your business mm. or you continually can't find the right staff or you continually get frustrated and overwhelmed, or you're continually losing work uh, based on pricing and, and your sales process. Yeah. Well, God will send you the same lesson you'll until you learn it, or the universe or whatever. You'll keep getting the lesson until you learn it. Yeah, and I think the big thing as well with that lesson is, is you know, having the, you know, the ability to actually stand back, reflect, and, and have your eyes open so you can see those opportunities in the failures and in the disasters, uh, where I think a lot of the time, you know, we're, we get so tunnel vision on how we want it to go and the fact that that's not how it's going, and we're so tunnel vision that we don't have our eyes open to all of the opportunities that come along with those difficulties, and I think that's really the key is, you know, whether it's God, the universe, or cause and effect, it's sending you those opportunities within every disaster. And uh, you just have to have your eyes open to it, which is a skill. It's you know, it's it's really a skill. It's something we have to work on. And I think that's a, uh, you know, a huge part of this. It is. Uh, Henry Ford had a great saying: "Failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently." Yeah. And that's exactly what we're talking about. So, as you said, we just want to recalibrate that that concept of failure, mistakes, yeah, mistakes. And the quicker, and the more mistakes we make, actually, the more we lo uh, learn and grow. Yeah, that's, that's the right. funny thing. So more mistakes are actually better as long as you, you know, learn. Well, people always say fail forward, fail fast, right? Yeah. You know, so you just get get through them. These are all learnings. And if I think if you embrace those failures as learnings uh, and you're looking for the opportunity in them uh, rather than beating yourself up and hating the world, uh, you know, those are the people that are going to rise stronger. So it's really, really important. They are. And I think what we're really dealing with here is, you know, it's, it's actually fear. That's right. It's fear of making, you know, a mistake, f fear of failing, that's that psychological fear, you know, if we if we try something and it doesn't work out, it kind of feels, it's actually a bit of a death of your ego. You kind of think less of yourself. You might feel rejected. What will people think of me? Uh, what will I think of me? Yeah. Uh, so there is some kind of uh, stuff that keeps us locked in here. 
Yeah. And that's why it's important to actually, uh, well, the perverse, you know, the reverse is true, isn't it? The more mistakes you make and the more uh, messes you probably create, the more you're going to learn, the quicker you're going to get to success as long as you keep an open mind and learn stuff. I mean, there yeah. are some people who keep making the same mistake over and over again. That's because they're not paying attention. Yeah, 100%. And I think the big thing here is like, think about that fear of failure. It's like, usually the hardest part with it is you've already failed in, in a way. So you, you fail at something, you make the mistake and we say, oh, I wasn't you know afraid to fail. I did fail. Uh, but actually the real fear is after you've failed and you've kind of got that little bit of proof in your mind about, oh, see, I can't do it. Um, picking yourself up and trying it again with a different spin on it because you've actually embraced the failure enough to look at it you know, critically and find what you could do differently and then have the courage to not only have failed but to try again and you know, with very likely you know, possible chance that you fail again. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's a hard thing to do. And I think what we want to do is instead of, you know, embrace it just like a kid. My youngest son, Franco, he's learning to walk at the moment. Um, and he's just graduated from the shimmying along, holding the side of the couch to actually walking, you know, out in the open. It's crazy watching a kid. They have no fear of failure, right? like, absolutely zero. They go, we'll just try, try, try again. Um, but you can see him actually, like, you know, as a one-year-old, he's, he's gone and you can see him critically thinking about where he stuffed up. Like this morning I see him walking along and he, he falls over and he sits there for a second. He's looking at his pants and he realised one of his pant legs is over his foot and that it tripped him up. And he pulls it up and then stands up and tries to walk again. And I'm like, that that's what we're trying to do here, right? It's like, rather than being scared to try again because you look like an idiot, it's embracing the failure enough to look at it, see where you went wrong, and then try again with the tweet. And that's that's really the key. That's a cool story. Yeah, well, I mean, it like, literally happened a couple of hours ago, right? So It's incredible, isn't it? It's nuts, man. It's nuts watching kids learn, eh? They're yep. just absolutely unafraid, and it's it's commendable. It's, that's it's right. awesome. There yeah. is no failure. There's only feedback. That's and it. it. And as soon as we can reframe that and realize that life's sending us the lesson to help us get better, life is way, way easier. Yeah. And this learning comes in actually two forms. Mm. You know, there's one form that I call tactical learning, and then there's the second form is deep learning. Yeah. Uh, and so tactical learning is how you – you learn to actually do stuff. So, you know, that might be, I learn how to write a job ad. I learn how to write a quality assurance checklist. I learn how to price a job. I learn how to build some pricing templates. Mm. I learn how to train my team on how to do an inquiry script. So that it's quite tactical. It's how-to stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's important. Uh, and some, But sometimes you'll learn the tactical stuff and you may not still get the result that you want. And that's you might still get some failures and some feedback. Mm. That's where the deep learning kicks in. Yeah, and that's where you have to start looking at the beliefs and the values and the way you look at the world. You know, for example, fear of failure. Mm. If you if you think about the sales process when you're making bids and quotes, uh, and we teach this to our members, there's steps in the sales process and there's scripts and ways you do things and the ways you approach things that are important. So you might learn all that. But if you're scared of rejection or you have an aversion to making money, you don't have a good money attitude, you might find that when you actually deliver the script, you do it in a weak way. Yeah, You do it in a kind of a... Um, a passive way, in a way that's easy for people to say no. Mm. Uh, and here that's because you don't value yourself enough because your attitude's not right, so you need to actually go deeper than just the tactical learning to actually look at some of the ways you look at the world. Yep. Uh, and those deep learnings, the feedback you get on your belief systems, are you know, incredibly powerful if you can start digging into that as well. Yeah, totally. And yeah, it's the stuff that uh, actually the deep learnings will give you the most results. It's the stuff that we tend not to, to delve into as often. You know, tactical learnings are often sexier. You know, it's, uh, 
It's the stuff where you're like, I can't wait to learn this thing or do that thing or, you know, watch this training or use that script. It's, it's the stuff that's sexy. It's, it seems like low-hanging fruit, but it's that deep, you know, introspective learning which is actually going to really move the needle for both your well, business and life. Yeah, you think about relationship challenges. Now, um, you know, some people uh, find themselves in the situation where their, their marriage or their relationship doesn't work out mm. and they get separated or divorced and then they get into the second relationship or maybe the third, whatever it is. Mm. And there's no judgment here because this can happen to anyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, but after a while, you might realise, actually, it wasn't the person that I thought was the problem. It's actually, you know, the way I'm approaching it and some some stuff I've picked up from my past and the way I look at the world and the way I show up mm. is actually what's, you know, being a big part of this problem. Yeah. And that's really common thing for people to realise. That's the deep learning. Well, again, for that learning, it's like you tend to get back exactly what you're given out. That's right. Uh, in any relationship, and and I think uh, you know once you make that that actual learning, you know, people can understand that from a you know intellectual perspective, but actually to like really understand that and to you know have taken it on board yeah. is pretty uh, pretty huge life learning. But um, usually, the way that you really have that sink in is um, through a few bumps and bruises. That's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, when you realise that you're the problem with uh, you know, with stuff, and that you could do better, and you could put out better vibes and energy. Yeah, it's usually because you haven't been. That's right. In a relationship, whether it's your significant other or a work relationship or friend or whatever, uh, there are some relationships that are toxic, and you know, where there's abuse and stuff sure. involved. And you, that's that's a whole different thing. But if the relationship's not where you want it, it's giving you some feedback. It's asking you to do some different stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so that's important. Use some different inputs for different yep. outputs, that's right? That's right. Yeah, and I, I think like the big thing here as well is like when you resist failure, um, it can really mess with you. Like if we talk about here the difference between emotions and energy, it might be a good one for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you are frustrated and angry that things aren't going right and it won't work and your business is just not getting where you want to, uh, that creates a lot of anger, anxiety, overwhelm, and frustration, those all those powerful negative emotions, and that mm. sucks the energy out of anyone. Big time. It makes you feel like absolute mud, right? Yeah, yeah, big so time. And so what it does is it leaves you with a lot less energy to actually deal with the issue that you've got to deal with. Yeah. Because you're basically just broken because you're so wound up. And ironically, like it takes a lot of energy to do that deep learning. You know, it does. It's, it's hard work. It's it's very introspective. It takes uh, a lot of honesty with yourself, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of soul searching. And I think uh, I think the big thing is it does take energy. You have to be up for it, eh? And I think the thing is, is unfortunately, usually when you need to be up for it and you need to be able to dedicate that time, energy, and and effort into the learning is exactly when you're at your most beaten down. So it's a hard thing to do. Um, it is, and you got you got to pick yourself up off the floor. And, yeah, and, and, get and we have people, you know, coming into the million dollar tradie program. Uh, you know, and if I look at their emotional state, they're actually hopeless. They feel yeah. like they've lost hope, and you know, what can I do next? Mm. Uh, and that's a tough place to be. Yeah. So when you frame life as working for you, it's like, wow, this situation's tough. I'm not enjoying this, but what's the learning here? What's the lesson? What do I need to do differently to get to where I want to go? What's life trying to teach me? Yeah. It actually taps into the positive emotions of hope, creativity, and learning. Yeah. And I can tell you they are way more powerful. You just you feel juiced up when you feel hope. Yeah. And when you're doing something new and you're learning something, it just creates a whole lot of energy, which helps you push through that challenging time. And like you said, it's it still takes a lot of energy. Yeah. But now you're tapping into that positive energy, which makes a huge difference. And it's not just energy, it's momentum, which I think is really oh, important. Massive. It builds on itself. You know, like it gives you that juice to get going, but once you're going, you get even more juice. It actually accelerates, so it builds on itself. And I think I think that's really good because when you're at that low point and you're thinking, man, I just need to dial this in, 
just remember, like, all you need to do is get going on this track because once you get going, it's easier to keep going. So I think it's uh, it becomes a really energizing thing, it which does. is awesome. So how do we use this? Yeah, well, I think the best way to use this is uh, maybe listen to this again because there's a lot in this. Mm. Uh, and it, it's uh, it's incredibly powerful once you get your head around the fact that life is actually giving you a lesson, it's giving you a, a gift to help you learn to be better. Yeah. Uh, but maybe just take a minute and think about where things aren't working for you right now. Maybe where things are failing or where you're not getting the result you want. Uh, and then ask yourself, what lesson is life trying to teach me to be better at here? Yeah. You know, how can I reframe the situation into a question? Yeah. Yeah. And don't just think about it. Write it down. Write like, it down. It'll be so much easier. Write down every single area where you're like, I think I'm failing here. I'm not doing what I want or things aren't working out. Write these down. And then for each one of them, write, hey, if I flip this on its head, what could this be teaching me? Yeah, what's, what's the question? What's life asking of me right now? Yeah. Um, you know, what? Who's the person I have to become in order to you know, stop this from happening? That's right. Uh, and when you do that, it's very powerful because you end up with a written down list of uh all, all, the, all the stuff to do, really, yeah. all the deep learning that, that needs to happen. And as an example, to, to get started, let's say uh, you're having challenges with your team at work and they're not motivated as, as you want them to be and they're making lots of mistakes and you're very frustrated. Rather than getting angry and frustrated with them, switch it around to uh, how can I learn to be a leader who creates a motivated, productive uh, and profitable team? Yeah. That's a better question. Way better question and way, way more uh, beneficial to you and your business and your life. That's right. And a totally different emotional space you put yourself in as well. Yeah. So it's a hopeful, creative uh, and learning focused space rather than a blame, excuses and anger space. Yeah, totally. Uh, lots and lots of examples we could go through here. Yes. Um, but I think the thing is, is uh, I want people to go away and do this now. So, so take the time. Take the time and let's land this plane. Alrighty, next uh, time things go wrong and you're frustrated or angry, with the results you're getting, ask yourself, how is life trying to help me here and what lessons do I need to learn to crack through to the next level of success? Thanks heaps for listening. We'll catch you all again next time. See you later. Next week on the Profitable Trady Podcast. As a business owner, you work hard to provide employment for your team and you try to do the right thing by them. So it makes you angry when you know that they've been complaining about their job or the pay or the conditions or you as a boss behind your back, especially when they aren't perfect themselves. Tune into this week's podcast where we talk through why this situation happens and how you can deal with it effectively. Congratulations on being part of a select group of savvy business owners who are taking their businesses to the next level. And to help you on your journey, don't forget to check out our show notes for a copy of our free book, The Profitable Trady, and other valuable resources. Thanks for being a part of this special group and we'll see you in the next episode of The Profitable Trady Podcast.